design agencies are great because you get to be exposed to various projects very quickly. So exploring different industries and teams remain the number one reason for which I would consider joining a design agency. And I think it's particularly valuable in the early days of your design career when you want to learn as much as possible from different fields, different angles, ways of working. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode. My name is Anfisa, and I'm your first co-host of the Honest UX Talks. And today I'm joined by Ioana to talk about the design agency's culture and how does it feel to work in the design agencies? What is usually expected from the designers in the agencies? Uh, what's the difference in the work dynamics between agencies and working full-time in-house for the product companies? Let's try to unpack this topic real quick, um, especially for those who are just getting started, because I feel like the design agency is probably one of the easiest way to enter the design career and get your first years of experience, so to say, but let's get into it. However, before starting the episode, um, traditionally, I'd like to ask how about your last week, Ioana? Any new updates, any new exciting projects you want to share with us? Okay. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining, tuning in into this episode. I'm going to briefly go over how my past week went, but all in all, I don't think it's much out of the ordinary, the regular hectic schedule, crazy work, balancing uh, the UX bootcamp, the content creation, uh, other gigs that I'm doing with uh, being present for my daughter and raising a baby as a if you want, stay sort of half of stay at home mom. <laughs> so for the past week, we've had an event with Mento Design Academy this Friday. Ana Santos, who's our newest mentor, um, came uh, and talked to our lovely guests about different options in UX education. And it was a pretty nice event. We had another event on Tuesday with our partners, the recruiting agency from London called Fearless. And we had an event around articulating design decisions with me and my co-founder. And apart from that, I'm just doing a lot of work all the time. I don't know what's getting into me. I feel this. I feel a lot of energy, um, professional energy and drive. And I'm trying to do as many things as possible uh, while getting uh, constantly interrupted by my daughter. So that's my week in a nutshell. How about you? Uh, my week was also okay-ish. Uh, I was working on my uh, website. I think I mentioned it last time. So basically I'm building my first website where I have the links for all the resources for aspiring designers, my sort of portfolio and some uh, kind of templates I want to share with the community. So I'm basically finishing up that project right now on Webflow. And I must say that <laughs> Webflow is eating my soul. I'm kind of struggling a little bit, but I'm hoping I can finish it by the end of this month, January. But also I will then probably start updating my uh, online course website because it's been a very long while as I've built it like two and a half, maybe even three years ago. And it's very, very much outdated. Like I feel like it's missing all the case studies from the students, all the success stories of, you know, who, people who found jobs and uh, in general testimonials. And I feel like it's just not aligned with the course positioning. And so it's been in mind for a very long time. 
And then we are uh, moving uh, closer towards the end of the project for my home reconstruction. Like I mentioned, this is something I've been also wanting to do for a very long time. So I'm happy or excited that we are doing it very full on and right now finishing the kitchen, which is, I don't know if you know, but it's very, very complex topic. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing another huge design project, helping with all the planning and thinking through the details. It's kind of similar to what you do as a designer. So it's another project. <laughs> but that's that's all about me. Now, I'd love to actually dig into the topic of today's and talk more about what kind of experience we have working with design agencies. And um, later we can also discuss the pros and cons uh, for aspiring designers who are thinking whether they should go um, down the design agency uh, track. But yeah, before that, Ivana, did you have worked in the, in the design agencies? How was it? What was your experience? So my background talking about design agencies, definitely I think it's important to, to set up the, the foundation for this conversation. While I haven't been a direct employee in a design agency, I have worked as a consultant for a design agency based in Switzerland called MindNow. Uh, they were a digital design agency doing a great job working with uh, big clients uh, from the banking industry. It was industry for which I was a collaborator as a UX consultant coming in and trying to drive the design process. And uh, I've also been a UX consultant with a local uh, design agency, which is actually international and it's pretty cool. They also host an unfinished festival. If anybody wants to check it out, it's a really nice festival for creators and artists and just creative people in general. And I'm also doing consultancy work with them on a project base. And um, yes, I'm actually, what's, what's great is that I will go more into that as we continue, but I'm working in a multidisciplinary team, if you want, with different roles from a motion designer to a branding designer and, and um, storytellers and, and stuff like that. So it's really interesting so far. And this is the background in which I will be sharing my thoughts around design agencies from. But also I have a lot of design friends and some of my closest friends work in design agencies. And so I have a lot of stories uh, to, to tell. I would call this secondary research, <laughs> secondary sources, but um, definitely a lot of valuable insights from that part as well. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually also have similar experience. I was not officially employed by design agency as well. Uh, but I was working in the design agency um, when I was doing an internship. And uh, then I was also working as a consultant or sort of as a freelancer with some design agencies in Ukraine. And like you said, I did secondary research by talking to my friends in Czech Republic um, who are working in design agencies. So I can guess I have some context. Um, particularly, I think I have most of the experience for doing this internship in the a service design agency in Estonia uh, and it was around um, I guess when I was finishing my master degree so it was around I don't know seven or six years ago um, that was a great experience because you know seven years ago service design was still not a very big thing but it was a very curious thing and I got to work on very complex projects that didn't just particularly focus on digital experience but also um, touched you know, things like general customer experience, employment experience, other touch points like marketing and branding and even like navigation within the stores and stuff like that. So it was a very, very interesting project. And um, definitely I was jumping on other projects inside the companies and I'll probably based um, most of the points I want to talk about um, on that experience. Um, so 
I guess uh, for the audience or for, for you, uh, for the listeners, uh, please bear with us because we did not officially work in the agency for like years. So our experience is not very, uh, I guess, deep, but um, we, can, we can talk about our, what seems to be uh, pros and cons um, working in design agencies. So Ioana, how about you start and talk about um, the, the, the pros of the agency? Definitely, I will try to get my best uh, insights in, on this topic, um, but I will do that after I apologize. If you're going to be hearing a lot of background noise, it's because my daughter is in the room with me and she's uh, in a good mood, so she won't be crying, but she will make a lot of noise playing with different things. So thank you for that. It's our honest uh, setup we have right here, so I hope that's uh, acceptable. <laughs> so yeah, so to answer your question, I feel that there are a lot of pros to working in a design agencies there are also cons and the reasons for which people especially later on in their career steer away or avoid uh, actually working in agencies i feel that from all the experience i've had as a ux consultant with design agencies and uh, looking at judging by my friends experience but also i um, an important moment in my life was when i was in new york and i got the opportunity of going out for lunch with andy bud who is probably the design leader which i'm uh, the biggest fan of and having a conversation with him enlightened many parts of my understanding over the design industry. And one of the things that he mentioned was that being a UX designer in a design agency is an incredibly valuable experience because you get to work on different industries, different types of companies, different kinds of projects within different teams at a very fast pace. So you're gaining valuable experience. You're gaining extremely valuable insights on the design work and design industry very, very quickly. It's intense, but also you're, you're learning probably the most within a design agency. So especially in your early days as a UX designer, I think design agencies are totally worth it because you have an accelerated growth by being exposed to so many different projects, industries, teams, and, and different particular cases that you'll be uh, shifting from one to another, as opposed to being in a big company, working on the same project or product for a long time and just being um, probably ending up in a creative rut or in a point where you don't feel like you're growing or you've hit a glass ceiling. So the first pro, to sum it up, the first pro to working in a design agency is that you get exposed to a lot of different projects and industries and teams and ways of working. So that's super valuable. And it's it's great, especially in your early days as a designer, when you want to uh, grow as much as possible and, and be exposed to as much variety as possible. And agencies offer that. Another interesting point about working in a design agency is that you work in cross-disciplinary teams that have to align very quickly, that have to jump in and everybody needs to play their part in delivering the project very quickly. And that's exciting. And also it's an important lesson around collaboration and around moving together towards the same goal on a very clear process on clear, very clear steps and agencies tend to optimize the process. So in an agency, you have very clear steps or very clear stages that many times you communicate to your client beforehand. So you have to deliver on that promise. You have clear milestones, clear checkpoints. So there's a lot of clarity. The process is super optimized. So you're able to do many projects one after another. And you also have to like plug and play different roles into the process, which is really interesting to collaborate with motion designers, to collaborate 
associate with visual designers, with uh, researchers, with different roles that go into a project, uh, branding designers and so on. So that's actually very exciting, being able to work with different disciplines very quickly and make it work. Another pro to working in a design agency would be that you're in a very fast environment, very fast-paced environment, and that you're, uh, you learn how to solve things quickly within constraints, within limits. Uh, so you don't have the luxury that you have in a big company where if you're late on a delivery, that's okay, everybody's late. <laughs> in a design agency, you have the client that you don't want to lose, so you have to be on time, and that kind of forces you into being very disciplined about it. So these are some of the pros that come to my mind. But now, very quickly on the cons, from my perspective, uh, typically from what I've learned from the design industry so far, agency jobs tend to be less well paid so many times these are not the best paid roles in the market so if in a big company they have the budgets to offer big salaries or in a startup they may have funding and they want to recruit top talent so they're also giving you competitive stock options or stuff like that uh, in an agency that's probably not the case and they end up paying less than most of the big companies so that's one downside to working in a design agency another downside would be that it's pretty pretty exhausting you end up feeling drained probably very quickly because the pace is in, it's intense it's crazy especially if you have a lot of clients and a lot of the deadlines that you really are not can't afford to miss and so you probably grow tired very quickly so it's not a long-term job it's not something that i would say see someone doing for 20 years in their career it's probably like something you do in your 20s for a couple of years before you get burned out so that those are my pros and cons i'm gonna switch over to you now because the background noise at least for me i don't know how bad it is for our listeners but for me it, it's become distracting <laughs> so anfisa what are your pros and cons around working in a design agency before starting with the pros and cons i also wanted to establish extra context here i think that one important detail to keep in mind and what differentiates design agencies from the product companies is that design agencies is usually working with product companies on the outsourced basis so usually the project would be, let's say, if there is a product company or corporation or whatever team, startup, etc., that doesn't have in-house design team, they would reach out to the design agency and ask for the support for some deliverables or the design project. So every time, let's say, even at Citrix, we were working with one design agency that was helping us with this one huge, very blurry initiative and we needed a perspective from outside so they could help us framing this initiative and so this is a very common scenario when the, the the established companies or i guess even startups that does not still have like in-house design team are looking for external help and i think that the more mature design agency is the more are the chances that they are working with also more mature product companies so some time ago, when I was still maybe not a very strong uh, freelancer and didn't have a very strong clients behind my back, I was working with also not a very, uh, let's say, UX mature agencies. And I could see a lot of projects um, that were, I guess, not to say very in-depth, they were done for a sake of completing it quickly in time and deliver what, what's been asked. So I think it's very important um to be careful or I guess mind that some design agencies don't have the luxury of doing the proper dive deep into the projects, into the understanding the problem space, endless timelines and the luxury of all the budgets in the world. So sometimes um, if you're working as an outsourced resource 
you might sacrifice the quality or the depth of the knowledge that you're collecting in order to, to build this project. I've seen only few agencies that actually do a great job in like, you know, doing the proper discovery research and spending time talking to the users rather than delivering um, what, what the client has been asked for. And I think that the also demographic plays a role here because the more Eastern you go from, again, from what I've seen, from what I've heard from my students, the more Eastern you go, the less of the research culture is practiced there. Uh, in the Scandinavia, I would see a lot of companies or agencies are expected to do the proper research. In US, I think it's kind of growing as well, too. Uh, in Europe, it depends, I guess, really depends on the country. But um, in the Eastern, especially in the Asian countries, it's really more of a, um, here is the brief, we need to build it, rather than what's the problem, let's figure it out and stuff like that. So that's like for the context setting, that it's usually an outsourced um, resource. You will be this designer who is working on different projects. Uh, you might have two or three projects at the same time and you will have to switch brains from one project to another. So it's almost like a freelance setup where you just give, you, you have the project handed to you. You don't have to search for the client, so to say. Um, now, talking about the actual pros and cons, I think the first pros that is very prominent is for me, especially for aspiring designers, is that um, it's kind of easy to enter the career in the design agency setup because, like Yona mentioned, um, it's kind of the, the working in design agencies could feel hectic. And I know that many designers might feel a little bit burned out or overworked. So you don't really spend many years. It's not very sustainable to spend years and years and years of your career in a design agency because it's very tiring. And so because it's not very sustainable, many employees might leave the job after, I don't know, a few years. And so design agencies very frequently need extra hands. And not always they will look for the best designer on, on the market, the most senior one and stuff like this. Sometimes they would be okay with middle or even a junior designers. Uh, they would be the one who pick up the junior designer and pair them up with the more experienced designer to work on a specific project because they need extra hands, you know. And so I think for junior designers, it's a great sort, not to say sweet spot, but it's an easy way to enter the market, especially if, if you're feeling like you've been searching for a job for a very long time, you just need to start working somewhere. Uh, that could be an option. Another cross is, um, I would agree with Ioana, is that having like this exposure to first working with real businesses, for real clients, in some agencies, you actually get to work, like talk to the client and establish the project management system with the client itself and kind of deliver, uh, communicate with the client directly. Some agencies have like PMs in between, so not always, but uh, if uh, the better the, the agency, the more I see that uh, designers will actually work with the clients directly as partners. And uh, as you as you work with the client, you might also, again, depends on the scope of the project, but I've seen that you might work on very, like very different businesses, very dif different project industries, as well as different skills. If the, the design agency is small, you sometimes might work on basically like different roles, starting from, I don't know, researcher to the uh, actual designing, and then to even motion designing and handoff and stuff like this. So like different, varying all those different hats and trying out different things to actually figure out what do you like. So I guess my pros here is that you get a chance to experience different sides of the design industry and figure out uh, where, where you feel most uh, interested about, or most, most excited about. So I would agree with Andy Bud that um, it's definitely a great opportunity to try out different things and 
figure out where you fit best uh, before you even maybe start developing the speciality and kind of going deeper into some, some of the uh, pillars of the design industry. As for the cons, I think the biggest con, and I think most of the people will always tell you the first thing you'll hear is that I've burned out, it's been hard, there are a lot of pressure, a lot of deadlines. So it's um, like we already established here, it's not always sustainable and it's okay to work, especially if you're, like you want to mention, in the beginning of your 20s or in the 20s to try out things, to work in different industries, figure out what most excites you. But if you keep doing this for years and years and years and you start, I don't know, you're making a family and you're having children and you need a better, um, I guess, routine, more organized routine in your life to, to be productive, um, then it becomes very not sustainable. And most likely, and from what I have seen, many designers transition from design agency to work in-house for the product companies. That's a, at least the pattern I'm seeing, but I think it depends. Some design agency designers would then switch to the freelancing um, track and start again looking for their own clients, pick up the clients they want to work with. That would be the con that I feel like it's, 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 it's a, it's it's a pity that it's not very sustainable for long-term perspectives. But also another thing is that what I have experienced working as an agency designer is that there is this, I guess, broken loop of the project development. So usually when you finish the project, you hand it off to the client, it's ready, it's done. <laughs> the problem, you might already hear, hear it, but the problem is that there is the design is never done. It's never that you deliver it, you give the specs and it's done and you can move on to the next thing in your life. The problem is that clients don't have all the budgets in the world, so they have limited budgets. You would agree on something, you would agree on the scope, and then as you start working and delivering something, you not always, or design agencies not always can account or ask for this post-delivery support when you hand off the specs to developers because that's an extra budget for the client. Not every client is okay with that. And so I would see sometimes gaps in communicating the design to the development. And sometimes if developers take time, design is very detached already or mis miscommunicated or there are extra edge cases that were raised during the development where the designer didn't play, I guess, didn't contribute and helped solving the problem that was erasing. Um, or again, another issue that could be broken with this design process and collaboration um, is that not always the clients would have the budget for the research. I guess it's also pretty pretty much expected that um, if, if, if some not exactly mature company reaches out to design agencies and they just need to build something real quick and they sort of are already in love with an idea and they don't necessarily want to invest in the uh, discovery research, and that uh, some design agencies are okay with that, so they would just jump right into the project and build it. But some design and its minorities um, will actually push back and ask all the questions as to, you know, who's the audience? Why are we doing this? What's the value proposition? What validation do we get? What evidences we had and stuff like that. So be careful because some design agencies might be slightly toxic. It might cause some uh, burnout and also not always practice the full UX scope that you would want to um, get uh, get an access to. Uh, let me now bring it back to the bright side um, because I mentioned that I was working in the in, uh, as an intern in one of the great uh, design service design agencies in Estonia, and it's also like the award-winning agency. So I think it was a great example. I can also quickly go through my experience and how was it and what I was doing to make it a bit more tangible. So um, my story was that I was 
finishing my master's and I really needed to um, sort of work a bit more in a, with the professionals. I wanted to have the feedback. I wanted to have mentors. So I applied to this agency. And I must say that the whole application process was really, really long, considering the fact that it was unpaid internship. And so I went through like maybe four stages of interviews with different stakeholders, with the design challenge and stuff like that. But the agency was great. So I was determined and I really wanted to do this. And I think the the test task I was doing was also pretty fun. So I kind of enjoyed it. They asked me to go to the cinema and enjoy the user journey of the typical cinema uh, visitor from the moment they buy tickets to the moment when they go to the, I don't know, popcorn stand and then how they enjoy the movie, what happens after. So I was really entering the building to, to watch the movie, but also to observe. And then I created the customer journey with all my finding and insights and opportunities for improvement. And that was great because, well, they took me to do this internship. And um, I think what they told me is that they were looking particularly for my thinking and attention to the details. So I knew already that they would definitely invest much more time into the research and kind of explorations. And that was a great sign. So as I started working there, I was allocated for one big project for a huge chain of hypermarkets. It was a very interesting project because now you can see that it's not just about their digital experience, but also about the on-site experience where we would have to go to the hypermarket stores and see how people sort of enter the building, how they search for the things they need, how they interact with the employees inside and the frontline workers and how they go through the checkout process and if there are any delights on the way. So it was a very, very interesting process where you get to really see from the within um, the whole customer journey on all different touch points. I love the I love the project. And so my experience was kind of good. And also uh, the professionals I was working with was really great because um, there was one particular mentor who would come to me, to my, to my table and give me the occasional feedback time to time. And that would change my thinking process. Because as a junior designer, you tend to like be not confident in yourself and not sure if you're doing going in the right direction. And if there is no one from the outside who can sort of push you or give you the perspective, um, you might feel stuck. And so this one mentor that would come over to my table time to time would always help me to unstuck. And that really helped me with defining my thinking. So maybe that would be another pros I would want to add here. But I think what was not as good in my experience, and actually, by the way, there was other projects that I would not be allocated to work on, but I would be offered to take part if I'm interested. So we would have those sharing Mondays or sharing stand-ups. And then there would be like the managers who would say, okay, we have this prospect, this client, they're looking for X, Y, Z. Anybody wants to contribute, anybody wants to explore some directions, feel free to jump in. And I did participate in some of those directions, uh, searches for maybe like two, three projects. I must say I wasn't successful because I was surrounded by very, very experienced and great designers, but it was definitely great to try yourself out. Overall, I feel like I've learned a lot throughout this internship and I feel like it contributed immensely to my mindset growth and establishing my confidence as the practitioner. But on the on the other side, I, I must admit that, you know, working so much in the beginning, when you when you still have a very strong imposter syndrome, when you don't get paid... And constantly trying to push too hard, like proving that you are worthy, that your worth is surrounded with all those, uh, I guess, experienced senior designers was a bit hard on me mentally. And I did felt like I'm burning out slowly and gradually towards the end of that internship. I felt like I'm losing my sleep. I don't eat enough or I don't eat well. I'm like 
always stressed and that kind of impacted me a little bit. So I, I must, I must <laughs> give the, 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 this, uh, I guess, disclaimer that it's not always healthy. So by the moment when I finished that um, that particular internship, I did felt a little bit over overburned, and I would say I didn't get my end feedback. I wish the managers would tell me what I was doing right or wrong so that I could move on better to, to the next roles in my life. And um, eventually I did not get a job offer to join them. And I feel like we did lost some communication on the way. So it did cause some traumas. <laughs> I must be honest here, but, but also I've learned a lot throughout this journey. So I just wanted to share with you my story, if that could stick to someone or could help someone understanding what to expect but i still want to add extra disclaimer here that it's really really it really depends on the agency you're working with some agencies would have even more clients more hectic projects not necessarily digging into the research and also need everything for yesterday so <laughs> like in this joke i've seen this meme recently somewhere that um somebody's uh, calling and saying hey i'm from the future here's your design and then the client is saying, well, I didn't ask for the design. And the uh, designer is replying that, hey, you know what? We, <laughs> we are from the future. We know you will call us tomorrow and ask for designs for yesterday. So here they are. So this is what could happen in real life. Really, <laughs> like really, really. And you have to be aware of that. Um, anything you would also like to share with us, Ioana? Any stories maybe that you want our listeners to remember and take away something? Actually, yes, I have something to share as well. Thanks for sharing your story. It's uh, it's pretty powerful and I think it's relatable to many people just starting out in the industry or reflecting back on their early days within the industry where, where I don't know, some things in the beginning of your career feel borderline abusive many times until you build the resilience and the strength to oppose uh, practices which are not necessarily healthy or good or kind or optimal and you get better at it with time but in the beginning it feels like you're taking everything you're accepting everything because you just want to have that job and start a UX career so it's really relatable from that standpoint um, reflecting back on my stories working with design agencies because I wasn't as immersed as you were and because I was actually just coming in as a consultant proposing a process for solving the client's problem uh, leading that process I had a lot of autonomy I came in as the expert everybody was very nice to me so I didn't have a negative experience so far I think it, it depends a lot on the different circumstances different uh, nuances of each context but what I can say now on the on the bright side is that I feel that my contribution and my collaboration with design agencies and I'm also looking at my friends that work in design agencies I get I guess one thing that I really love about uh, working in a design agency is that myself and also looking at others we became better facilitators. So I think that when you're working in a design agency, you really have to have a process and you really need to know how to facilitate that process. And you really need to have like clear deliverables, clear um, um, engaging with everybody and, and, and making sure that they're up to date. And so if you have the luxury of kind of like, I don't know, crossing deadlines or not being particularly uh, articulate in your company when you're making a particular design decision. And you don't have that luxury in a design agency. You have to be there and to show every decision that you made with the rationale behind it to your client, present it to your client and, and advocate for it, convince them. So it's, it's like 
a different kind of commitment and pressure if you want, but it helps you, it pushes you. And for me, even the brief experiences that I've had within agencies, I feel like they really push me into becoming a better facilitator. And um, even running the workshops, because many times design agencies, of course, involve the discovery workshop or the kickoff meeting where everybody's at the same table and you're trying to align over some sort of artifact like a scoping canvas or a business canvas or, or, or anything that helps you uh, kind of map out all the existing information in the beginning, doing discovery work. That's something that you don't get the chance very often in a big company because many times you're just working on a particular feature or a particular button and you might run some discovery workshops but it's like one two times or for me it was in in my company jobs it was like two three maybe at best four design um discovery workshops that i was able to run but with design agencies that's what you do with every project you facilitate from the day one until delivery and that's a lot of uh, freedom for iterating on your own process and iterating on your own facilitation model and and getting better at it so and designers are facilitators so it's a really strong skill to hone and i think that agencies provide the the right context and uh, but the only thing is that maybe on, on the flip side or a more negative aspect that I've experienced is that I'm not actually a part of the team. So I feel like I just come in, I, I do my magic, <laughs> sprinkle some UX magic, but then I'm not, not necessarily with the current agency I collaborate with, with Unfinished Festival. They're great and they try to make me feel like I'm part of the team, even though I uh, strongly... Uh, market myself as just a collaborator because I don't want to go in full-time on not even part-time I like working project-based but with the prior agency that I worked with I felt like I was just a, a, an episodic presence and then everybody forgot about me so I wasn't actually building relationships within that agency and I wasn't necessarily um, I didn't feel part of a team so but this is very particular to being a consultant so I feel that when you get employed in an agency, you get the team benefits, the feeling that you're part of the team. So, so I think that's what I would add around, around that. And yeah, I think the rhythm can be hectic. And I think that deadlines are like very bad <laughs> and there's a lot of work to be done. But I also get to, every time I'm in a project and from this consultancy role, I get to learn from others. So I see the branding people doing their branding magic that's something that I don't particularly get the chance in big companies uh, to see, to watch. Uh, then I see the, I don't know, motion designers doing some video uh, presentation for our clients. That's also great. That's also something I don't get to see in big companies. So I think there's a benefit to it, but maybe just in a healthy boundary context, if that's possible. And at some point in your career, you might get that luxury of negotiating how much time you're going to be putting into a booking, I don't know, like, this is going to be 10 hours of work from my side and that's it. I can't go beyond that. And, and if you have things clear from the very beginning, it doesn't get very toxic. It doesn't get toxic at all. It can be also within boundaries. But yes, different approaches and different, different setups. So that's all I wanted to say. Uh, in addition, I think we can um, get close to wrapping up and sharing our top three findings for today. Anfisa, do you want to share yours? Yes, of course. First of all, it helps you to enter the industry, if, if, if that could be a thing. Um, then it helps you to understand the process high level, because you will probably work from A to Z, of course, depending on the project and the client. But 
most likely will get to experience all stages of the design process, uh, especially if you're only one designer in the team. But another takeaway for me that I definitely want to mention is that you'd have to be very careful with the agency you're applying to, because not all the agencies would be, um, I guess, doing their due diligence in taking the clients with the right processes and established uh, with, with I, I guess, acknowledging the need for the design, um, for, the, for, the, for the research and for the validation and also maybe even allocating some budget for the post-delivery post support and stuff like this. So thinking more critically about the agency you want to um, start working with because at times it might end up being slightly toxic on you and you have to be careful with selecting the agency. But of course, with that being said, don't forget that it's still a great chance for you to enter the kind of career uh, because the most likely there are many design agencies who are looking for designers like you already somewhere in your market. Um, that, that's about my side. Well, what about your takeaways? I would say the main takeaway is that design agencies are great because you get to be exposed to various projects very quickly. So exploring different industries and teams remain the number one reason for which I would consider joining a design agency. And I think it's particularly valuable in the early days of your design career when you want to learn as much as possible from different fields, different angles, different uh, ways of working and so on. Um, another of my personal takeaways would be that typically people end up preferring not to work in design agencies uh, when they advance in their career. So I would say that it's more of a entry level early design career years kind of job because it's pretty draining and it's exhausting and there's a lot of work that needs to go into it but you can definitely revisit it later on in your career from the consultancy point of view where you're you come on a different uh, position for negotiating terms and ways of working and how much time you want to put into it and what it would take for you to collaborate so you you have a different different negotiation power. So I think that you can start in a design agency, but then I would say also explore, like in our previous episode, the pros and cons and the, the joys of working in big companies and startups as well. I think those are also things that designers should maybe even prioritize over design agencies if you want, because you will be working at a product that you're owner of as a designer. So in design agencies, you're doing work for clients that come in. It's like two, three months working with a client then another client, maybe one month and so and on and on. And so you don't get to see the results of your work so much or be so closely in touch as you are when you're working in a startup on a product for a longer time or in a big company. Same thing. You get to be more, you get to be closer to the work you're doing and um, of course, one of the most important parts of being a designer is to measure the outcomes of your design decisions. So I don't think in design agencies you get as much of that opportunity as you get with um, uh, jobs in, in, in companies. And uh, my last point would be, even if you are in the early days of your careers and tracing back to your story of uh, the design uh, agency internship, I would say still be uh, as much as possible strong about your boundaries and very respectful of your work, even if it's like uh, you're, you're getting the chance of working with that agency and you should be proud of it. And even if it's framed like that or you even feel that at the same time, I don't think that agencies and the hectic rhythm that they have to live in should be a reason for abusive work behavior or or just exhausting people out. So uh, I would say 
if you're in a design agency and you're listening to us and you feel like you're drained and you're close to burnout, stand up for yourself. And uh, yeah, I don't think that deadlines and important clients and important deliveries are a reason for like draining people out. This is my last takeaway because we're all very passionate, both of us about mental health and, and setting proper protection mechanisms mechanism as a designer to be to be healthy no that's all i had to say for today i'm gonna let you do the outro of our conversation where people can follow us i also want to be the one asking you to go on spotify and if you're already on spotify give us a rating we are addicted to seeing the five stars popping up there (laughs) i am addicted i don't know about anfisa but it really makes me happy so if you want to make my day please give a five star oh or any kind of star rating, whatever star rating you want, but leave a rating on Spotify for us with their new feature. <laughs> so Anfisa, I'm going to let you tell the rest <laughs> of the story. Yes, of course. Now, maybe I'm not addicted, but it definitely makes my day when I'm seeing the new rating. I'm like, yay, somebody's also listened to it and find it helpful. <laughs> so yes, we do really notice and appreciate it. And your support is, it's very valuable to us. <laughs> um, and yeah, with that being said, Traditionally, thank you so much for joining. If you have more ideas for the next episodes or if you're particularly going through a challenge or a question about the design industry and looking for some perspective from the outside, feel free to submit your question either in the Spotify right under the episode. Um, In a mobile app, you can now see the questions and you can just drop your question there. You can also find the link and submit your question anonymously in the show notes. Or alternatively, you can just reach out to me or Ioana or our Instagram account as Honest UX Talks and ask your question or explain your situation. So for the next episodes, we'll definitely prioritize your question and definitely we'll try to cover it as much as we can. So thank you so much again for tuning in and uh, we will see you on the next episodes. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.